Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we think there are a couple of things to talk about tonight. It's lost the mid card. Here we are. Uh, we were all prepped and ready to uh, discuss the uh, tremendous double or nothing pay per view that occurred this past Sunday for AEW. And then um, all hell broke loose this afternoon. Um, I mean, by all hell breaking loose, uh, yeah. Another round of releases by WWE. We're going to kick that off right now. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful teased it yesterday. had some big news, some major news. And sure enough, that major news was definitely big today as six WWE superstars have been released from their contracts. Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett. Then it gets interesting. Lana, Ruby Riot, Alistair Black, and Braun Strowman. Uh, some gigantic names there. A former world champion there. Um, the wrestling world was definitely turned upside down with this announcement today. And uh, Matt's been hitting the keyboard all day with all these articles. What were your thoughts when this dropped, man? Why me? Oh, <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> today was not the day. It's not what it is to go down. Let me put it that way. I mean, oh, we, boy. We, we pretty much have a lot of underutilized talent. Uh, you know, they didn't strike when the iron was hot with Strowman like they should have. Uh, yeah, the only part. Out, you know, and Strowman was in the main event just recently at WrestleMania Backlash. Outside of that, Lana was about the only one being regularly used, but also, you know, jobbed for, uh, you know, quite often, even though, uh, you know, her and, and Naomi did get some traction as a tag team. But holy shit. I mean, we're just starting to reboot Aleister Black, and now he's gone. Uh, you know, Braun Strowman's gone. Um, if you look at your calendar, and count 90 days from June 2nd. That's August 31st, Matt. Uh, what has not yet happened on August 31st? That would be all out, right? Even the dynamite before all out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. A um, lot of speculation. A lot of speculation that WWE's prepping to sell. A lot of speculation. Uh, you know, uh, um, Alistair Black actually went on uh, on uh, his wife Thea Trinidad's Twitch channel tonight today to discuss the release. Uh, I, uh, now we call him back to calling him Tommy End, I would suppose. Uh, he mentioned that it was uh, mainly due to uh, to budget cuts. Um, he also said that. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon liked a lot of his creativity and ideas, but why the f- <laughs> okay? Uh, that makes a whole lot of no sense. Um, man, definitely uh, dropped a bomb on us today here, Matt. Um, 
What do you think happens? Um, I, I would, I would venture to guess um, Ruby and Buddy maybe go into Impact. Lana clearly joining her. There husband. you are. Welcome back. Huh? You froze. Oh, uh, did you? My audio freeze too. No, your uh, yeah, like your your picture froze, and I didn't. I couldn't hear you at all. Oh, um, I was saying uh, just about what Alistair Black, um, just about how uh, budget cuts. Yet they were just getting ready to to reintroduce him to the world. I would fully expect uh, Ruby and Buddy maybe going to Impact, and uh, uh, Lana obviously going back to. Um, uh, going to AEW with her husband, um, would you expect Black and uh, Strowman to go to AEW or uh, maybe New Japan for for Black? Or what do you think? Uh, what do you think? I think, I think both Riot and Lana go to AEW. Okay. Um, I don't know where Strowman goes, um, but I would to me it would make a lot of sense to have Black, you know, Tommy and go to go to AEW as well. So bring Thea um, with him. Yeah, because I can't imagine she's signing any new deal with the, with WWE now that they pulled in. Yeah, yeah. Remember those? Uh, remember those uh, rumors that she was coming back? That well, it wasn't w- rumors. She was there filming co- content, but oh. Sean Ross Sapp doesn't believe that uh, any pen was put the paper. At least that's what he said this afternoon. So if if she hasn't signed yet, like I can't imagine that she's gonna. She's gonna want to sign now. No, no. So he even noted that he had a new theme that uh, uh, thought was his best theme yet, but yet now probably nobody will get to hear it. Um, yeah, they'll give it to still give it to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, it's just they, like they, Styles ended up adopting James Storm's theme. Somebody yeah. else will get it. Glorious yeah. wasn't supposed to be Bobby Roode's either. I Who's mean, that's that a, again? I can't remember. I can't remember who they were planning it for, but it wasn't supposed to be for him. So I mean, like, if somebody will. If the track is good, someone will get it, yeah. and we'll hear oh, it shit. eventually. But you know, Glorious is supposed to be for Shinsuke Nakamura. Seriously, really glad they didn't do that. Yeah, that we wouldn't have Rick Boogs slashed on the guitar, man. I love that. I love that pairing. Um, yeah, so they they just started uh, uh, reintroducing Alistair Black with all these vignettes, and now and started the feud with Big E. Now, poof, he's gone. Um, Black said he's uh, on uh, Thea's uh, uh, Twitch. He's open to continue to wrestle and is thinking also about opening a wrestling school. Um, I don't know where Mike Johnson had this on the, one of the things saying talents would be able to wrestle elsewhere by early mid November or early mid September. What is that? 90 day clock. Apparently he just didn't do math. I was going to say, I was like the clock starts today. Clock doesn't start next week. So I don't know what he, yeah, that they're, they're, 90 days from today. I'm assuming Mike just didn't do math. Yeah. 90 days from today is August 31st. I did the math earlier today. But if you look, like, if you're thinking what, look, if you're not, if you're not doing the math, it's the beginning of June. So you go July, August, September. Yeah. You know, and you think, you think that way. 
Yeah. And th- and that's and that's probably where he you know got that from. But no, I I, I did the math. So wouldn't surprise me if Santana Garrett goes back to Impact, maybe. Yeah, that seems that seems likely. Oh, guess better, what? Better. Guess what? She was supposed to debut on SmackDown. Better, better. Yeah, well. Uh, reactions from the release to Santana Garrett saying, thank you, WWE, peace, love, and headband power. I mean, we hardly saw her on, on either brand, really. They didn't really use her in NXT much. Uh, Braun Strowman, what a chapter in life. Thank you. Posting a picture with uh, the Good Brothers and Bray Wyatt, who, hell, if there's cuts tomorrow, you might see Bray Wyatt, Jeff Hardy, uh, who I mean, if this budget cuts, uh, Jeff Hardy's got to be making a lot of money, don't you think? I would imagine so. Uh, Braun had a massive deal. Uh, that was the catalyst behind Braun getting released. Uh, Buddy Murphy says, today ends my eight years of WWE. What a crazy ride. The highest of highs, lowest of lows. But uh, whether I had three minutes or 20 minutes, I put all my effort into all my performances. Nothing is harder when all you want to do is wrestle, but you can't. But in my opinion, I haven't hit my. Pe- I haven't even hit my peak. Um, I know Kenny Omega is already. Uh, uh, this was, I think, an old tweet though. Kenny Omega talking about wanting to wrestle Murphy down the line. So, yeah, maybe yep. Buddy comes to AEW because uh, I think Kenny has a little stroke with that company, don't you think? Well, that. Uh, yet uh, I'm excited to see what the next adventure holds. I was lucky enough to work with some of the best talent in the world and learned a tremendous amount, but trust me, the whole world will know what I meant by best kept secret. Thank you all from Buddy Murphy there. Lana, I will never forget the fans and the love they showed me, whether it was a tank, power suits, flag, crush, Rusev, 900 partners, weddings, or tables. I always tried to entertain you, and you definitely elevated me. Thank you. Boy, what a day. I was beginning to wonder if the news was ever going to slow down today, man. Who are you telling? Right? The man that's typing the news all day. Yeah. Shut up! Oh, Vince, you shut up. AEW, double or nothing, uh, full house at Daly's Place. That crowd was fucking great, wasn't it, Matt? Very hot crowd. A very awesome buy-in pre-show match serena deeb and riho for the nwa world's women's title that was a hell of a kickoff uh, match there um they have announced that rio is officially residing in the united states now so uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of riho uh, uh over the time to come uh kick things off with uh, brian cage coming out with the ftw title Hangman Adam Page coming out to a gigantic pop. I mean, this is 5,000 people. So imagine when you get a full arena full of people, man, it's going to get nuts. Um, big pop for Hangman. Uh, I, I thought it was a great opener. Hang, I thought Cage and Page uh, uh, was a good start to the show, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, they, they've definitely established they like Page opening up their shows as of late, you know, because he definitely gets the crowd kicked off on the right foot. So. Yeah. Yeah, this this wasn't a surprise to me that it opened, and uh, yeah, they delivered like like I knew that they would. Uh, I liked how the uh, uh, Brian Cage teased a buckshot lariat. I bet he could probably pull it off. I mean, I bet he could. And then and then and then uh, uh, Hangman hits the F ten on Cage. That was uh, impressive in its own right. Um, 
In the end, Hook and Ricky Starks come to the ring to cause a distraction. Starks wants Cage to use the FTW title as a weapon, but Cage says no. Uh, yells at Hook to get off the ring apron. It turns around into a buckshot lariat, and that ended that. And uh, then after the match, uh, a, a lot more animosity within Team Taz, as it appears uh, what they've been teasing for quite a while, probably a face turn for, for Cage. Certainly seems to be that way. Just sucks they had to go about it in a different fashion because you know they wanted to do it with, you know, a big involvement from Ricky Starks. Yeah, but, who's, you know, really on the show. Really can't do that right now. No, nope, so. you're gonna have to. You're gonna probably have to have Powerhouse Hobbs in that, unless they bring in someone new. Um, you know. Uh Moxley and Kingston coming in to the major league version of wild thing. Once again, the crowd loving it, chanting along with it. Um, Moxley and Kingston fired up as hell as they make their way to the ring. Uh, some free souvenirs for some shoes there in the crowd um, as they still were holding on to the air Dior's and uh, a tremendous uh, 20 minute tag team championship match. A little baffled that the Bucks won, though, Matt. I thought this would be, especially with the full crowd, a hot crowd, this would be a great time to 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 change the titles, didn't you think? Guess not. Still there, Matt? Yeah. Oh, you had cut out there. Uh, what what did you say there in regards to the uh, title? I said, guess not. Yeah. Um, shit. It should have, though, shouldn't they? Shouldn't they have done the change? Look, you can make an argument for it either way. I mean, it really it really depends on what the long-term plans are for the Bucks. I mean, if they want to continue to have the elite holding those championships until they all drop them around at the same time. Yeah, you know, maybe they maybe they're gonna have to hold on to him a little longer. I mean, there's a chance that uh, FTR might be coming back after those titles to get their rematch that they never got. So, and and you know, Frankie Kazarian is on an elite hunt right now. Uh, he he made a cameo in the match uh, to even up the odds a little bit. Um, you know, maybe Kazarian gets a new partner and uh, goes after the Bucks down the line. Took four BTE triggers from the Young Bucks to put John Moxley down, but they finally did with uh, uh, to retain the titles in a uh, very, uh, I don't know, was that the match of the night, Matt? That tag match? No, I think the triple threat was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, 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 I agree. Uh, the Casino Battle Royale. Uh, your uh, first group of people to draw uh, their suits to get uh, go out to the ring. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Dustin Rhodes, and Max Caster. How about Max Caster getting a pop? Uh, the people like the rap gimmick, man. Uh, that's what probably surprised me the most from crowd reaction was Caster getting a pop. Yeah, he's he's over. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was very happy about it. I, I I wonder if he forgot his lines though. He, he, there's this one time where he's uh, talking to Dustin. And he kept going, "Yo, yo!" I don't know if he was trying to get on the beat or just forgot what he was going to say. But uh, very well, interesting. Dustin, he was trying to get Dustin to look at him. Yeah, 
do it. So I don't know if I don't know if Dustin not looking at him threw him off, or he was just waiting for Dustin to look at him. And by the time he did, it was off. It was, it was off, off the the beat. the beat of where he wanted it to be. Like yeah. I don't freaking know what happened. Uh, next to suits up were Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy. Isaiah Cassidy filling in for uh, the injured Butcher. 10 from the Dark Order to Camarado from the factory and Serpentico, who uh, replaced somebody else as well. I forget another uh, somebody else that couldn't uh, was injured and could enter the match. Um, no, next- Serpentico replaced Butcher and um, Aaron Solo replaced QT. Mm. Oh, that's right. QT. Private party was always. Private party was always in. Oh, QT uh, injured his wrist. I think it was. Yeah, that's, they said he had a wrist injury. Uh, the next group to come in were the Varsity Blondes, Pillman and Garrison, Cole Cabana, Anthony Bowens, uh, P- uh, Penta, Sarah Penta. There's another big pop of the night, Matt. Yeah, people people love the guy. Uh, the final group of five, Jungle Boy, Mark Quinn, Evil Uno, Aaron Solo, and Lee Johnson. Uh, and the Joker. How about Leo Rush, Matt, as the Joker, our boy? You know, you know I'm a big Leo Rush fan, so I was very happy to see him there and was even more surprised to see him there based on who we saw later on in the evening. Mr. Uh, Mizark, yeah. Yeah, but they, they seem to have buried said hatchet. So. Yep. He uh, mentioned that publicly on Twitter. Good thing. Yeah, he had uh, said that on Twitter that they buried the hatchet, had a talk. Uh, I know I wrote about it, motherfucker. uh, How about that stare down between Christian and uh, and Matt Hardy? Memories, huh? Dude, at that point, I was expecting Bully Ray to be the the Joker. Ah! And I thought we were going to get the Hardy, the Dudley, and the E&C staring off in a moment. A so, TLC, a little TLC flashback. Yeah, I, I think about I think about like a minute before this thing came out. I, I said to I said to March, I'm like, fully raised the Joker. You know, like when they when they originally then they teased that Christian Matt Hardy face off. I'm like, they're building to something, and it's gonna yeah. be all th- and all three of them are gonna face off in front of this freaking sold out crowd, and everybody's gonna lose their collective shit. Yeah, but yeah, that didn't happen, but. I think it would have been a, I think it would have been a really cool um, surprise to use if they had done that. Oh hell yeah! But uh, uh, Leo Rush a great surprise too. Uh, we'll have a. Uh, oh more... no! I was very I was very happy to see Leo Rush. So I'm I'm not complaining. Yeah, he didn't last that long in the in the battle royal. Didn't eliminate anybody, but um, uh, we'll, we'll more on where he signed with. We'll get to that in headlines later on. <clears throat> the final two: Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, who I. Those were my two predictions, uh, and they were the final two. And they had a pretty good final two and a great battle on the apron with uh, Jungle Boy getting the win, Jurassic Express coming out to celebrate, Christian giving Jungle Boy a hug, telling him to get that fucking title. And um, while Jungle Boy won't win that title match, uh, it was uh, it was good to see ju- <laughs> It was good to see Jungle Boy win this match, though, wasn't it, Matt? Um, I think they had no other choice in the matter. Um, unless they were intending on turning Christian Cage heel afterward, they didn't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. That crowd was, it wasn't 50 50. It wasn't 75 25. It was 100% of Daly's place was cheering for Jungle Boy to win that damn thing. Yeah. 
So they would honestly, if they, Christian would have won that thing, they'd had to turn him heel afterwards. So they, they definitely made the right call and let Jungle Boy win. Another instance of a classic uh, entrance theme that the crowd gets behind, uh, Jungle Boy. Crowd loves that theme too, man. Yep. Uh, the American Dream, Cody Rhodes taking on Anthony Agogo and um, stinker of the show. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it definitely wasn't good either. It, it was, was like some dude. It was something they could add on Dynamite. Yep. Honestly, it just yep. it was it was whatever, and it did it did Agogo no favors whatsoever. Yeah, uh, at the same time, he's greener. Didn't, than... didn't I tell you? The, didn't I tell you the Crossroads was dead? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even fucking break it out because it's dead. Yeah. Now he's using the vertebraker instead. Gogo's greener than Goose. Maybe, maybe, Co- maybe Cody can call the vertebraker the American decline. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> hold on. I got something for you, Matt. Will you stop? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't uh... expect a Gogo to win. Because he's no, but they they could have made him look stronger than he did. Yeah, like Cody could have beat him with a roll up or something. You know, like a a go go. Just like he hit Cody with that punch that stopped matches like four or five times. He hit him twice with that thing, didn't he? It it felt like more than that. It felt like he hit he hit him four or five times throughout the course of the match. And like, and when we were seeing that punch, like legitimately stop matches. And Cody's taking like four or five of them, but he's still going. Yeah, like I said, it didn't do a go go any favors whatsoever. Like it's that, it's that pay-per-view adrenaline, pal. And I'm and I'm sorry. The American Dream moniker was not the was this was not the match to waste that nickname on. Like mm-hmm. if you really wanted to use that, you could have built up like to a fight with Miro. And you could have used it against Miro. You know, trying to get the TNT title back or whatever. Yeah, but it it just it felt like a waste. Like to me, like the whole thing was a waste. It was it was it was the dud of the show. Uh, good segue into Miro and Lance Archer for the TNT title. They, uh, as uh, predicted, beat the shit out of each other. Not a dud. <laughs> no, very good, <laughs> very good match. Um, uh, you know putting over Miro, I mean, getting Archer to pass out in the game over, you know, that really puts over that move as you're talking about how the crossroads is dead. Uh, The game over stock just shot up uh, like very much alive game over. Very much alive. That snake, that that snake, the mirror threw across the building. Totally dead. Peter, 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 not liking that, but uh, um, did you, did you see, did you see that after the show at the, at the media scrum? Yeah. (laughs) poor denise like tony did not get the joke at all i felt so bad for her i'm just like man come on tony (laughs) all out is gonna happen in chicago sunday september 5th just in time for your favorite wwe superstars who got released to show up I i ain't gonna lie motherfucker i'm thinking about going uh Come on, CM Punk. I should look at my calendar and see. I might I might have to see if I can get off. Or see if there's time around that uh, or that Monday. I doubt that Monday's open. I, I, I want to go with somebody. Uh, so I'm putting it out 
This isn't like two weeks ahead of time or nothing. This is the beginning of June. I'm saying it right now. I want to go to All Out in September. Who wants to go with me? Holler if If you you hear hear me. me. Thank you, Pop, big Papa. I really, really want to go. Like, this is the building, man. I mean, it's not called the Cedar Center anymore. It's like the Now Arena or whatever the fuck it is. But, I mean, it's the place where All In happened. And Um, I didn't get to go to All In like I wanted to go to. Like, I really want to go to this. I just said a a reminder on my phone to check my work calendar for the day after Labor Day. Dude, check it. Yeah, if you, dude, if you can get that, man, like, fucking A, let's go. Let's lost the mid car on the road. Get get to the fan fest uh, on Saturday. That, that, that was confirmed. oh yeah, I heard they're doing a fan fest that weekend. Yeah, we'll make a fucking I'm gonna make a fucking weekend out of it, man. I dude, I'm amped to go back to an AEW show. I've never very been to very one. like I, I was at the the first Dynamite in DC and I had a hell of a time and just yeah man, yeah. Like, I did. I yeah, I really want to go. So if any if anybody within the sound of my voice wants to go wide all reaching. out with me, wide reaching, let me know. Let me know. Absolute fucking classic for the AEW Women's Title between Hikaru Shida and Doctor Britt Baker. D M D. Uh, fucking classic. Tremendous championship match. Um. As, of course, uh, we expected Britt Baker getting the lockjaw in and making Sheeta tap out to uh, to win the title. And uh, nice little pop from her uh, from the old Jacksonville crowd as well. Um, I think they have recognized that she's been championship worthy for some time now. I mean, this girl hasn't been in the business for all that long either. But, uh, you know, it helps when you uh, – it helps when you – how my camera got all jacked up? It helps when you uh, – you got some help, baby. Tremendous job there. Britt Baker now, your new women's champion. Indeed. How about the hug, man? Tony, Tony coming down to, to give old Britt a hug. A big pop for that. Loved it. Loved it. Um, feel, feel good moment, pal. Yeah, man. You got to give the people what they want. Uh Eat the page Scorpio sky making their way into uh, the arena. Awesome vignette of, uh, of uh, Darby Allen doing some skating and uh, sting driving by in a convertible, picking him up on the road and sting looking at Darby and it's showtime. I love that. And uh, that led to the entrance and uh, for a man that's over 60, uh, he looked pretty fucking good in the ring there. Didn't he, Matt? Sting killed it, dude. And 62, I think, is what he is. Yeah, I think so. Dude jumped off of fucking poker chips. <laughs> Holy shit. That was before the bell rang, even. That's what I knew. I, that's what I knew the match was going to be bonkers. Man. Like, right there, I was just like, all right. I, Sting's, uh, Sting's fucking here to get some shit done. That high-flying shit aside, uh, I absolutely popped for the finish when... Uh, Sting countered the uh, the stunner, the cutter, Sky's cutter off the rope and right into the Scorpion death drop. I thought that was so smooth. 
of a, of a finish that I loved it, man. That was great. Um, man. Dude, how old is Sting, man? He's he's at least he's I know he's I think he's sixty two. He's born four years after my mom. Sixty two, born in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, as Matt said, uh, main event. Uh, well, not main event, but uh, match of the night. Triple threat, Kenny Omega, Pac, Orange Cassidy, Pac, 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 Pac. I said it right the first time this time, actually. Uh, man, there were so many times where we thought Orange was going to win it, wasn't it, Matt? There was a lot of great near falls in, in the match. Man, yeah, that was just a tremendous match. Uh, if you have, uh, did not get a, ch- a chance to check out Double or Nothing, do not miss that one. That was um, that was tremendous for sure. No surprise, Kenny Omega winning because we've been saying this on the show for months that uh, Hangman Page is going to take that title off to a gigantic fucking pop. Chicago, you think Chicago? Are we going full gear? You, you, I think you said last week you think in Chicago maybe. Look, if but look, if Punk's coming in this year. It's got to be in Chicago. What's the likelihood of that? It's a hell of a lot more likely than him going to WWE. If you well, saw him about WWE today, the stuff he's been saying about WWE. Period. No, did you specifically hear what he said about WWE today? Uh, no, I missed today. Um, right. let's go let to me, Phil's, let me, let, let, let me, let me, Twitter set, here. let me set it up for you. John Squires of uh, Bloody Disgusting sent out a tweet this afternoon regarding the uh, the releases. And he said, one thing that has consistently boned me out about WWE in recent years is that there's been a wealth of incredible talent in that company, but they rarely seem to really know what to do with any of it. This latest wave of releases is truly a stunning reflection of that issue. CM Punk replied to that tweet and said, it's like a movie with a blockbuster budget and cast. But if it's written by a completely bankrupt nincompoops, specifically for an audience of one in a language nobody understands anymore, it's trash. But people watch it because they like movies. Yeah. So. Not many people watched it. He definitely ain't going back there. (laughs) Not many people watched it in the third hour on Monday. We'll talk about that later. Oh, boy. Uh. On Twitter, I saw uh, people were uh, bracing for a big announcement. Um, Some people were saying it was going to be as big as Paul White's announcement. Basically, uh, yeah, because uh, your new analyst for Rampage, once it debuts here in August, is going to be none other than the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. That, again, I mean, everybody's head turned when Paul White joined AEW. They all thought he was a lifer. The same goes for Mark Henry. This caught me by surprise, Matt. You don't feud with Randy Orton, Christian. Big show. Triple H making sure that Shawn Michaels NXT deals uh, <laughs> is rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. Don't leave me, Shawn. Uh, you need to be here when Vince croaks. 
I watched uh, Shawn Michaels' A and A and E special. That was pretty damn good. Um, I'll try to catch Foley's here in the next couple of days. Did you I've got it on my DVR. I haven't seen it yet. Just and... felt, I have not felt the necessary need to go out of my way to watch it. And uh, just like it closed last year, Stadium Stampede closes this year. Um, did you think it should have closed with a the crowd there? How else are they going to fucking do it? Yeah. And I mean, they clo- look, and they essentially closed with a match in the ring. Yeah. And, they did a lot and, of everybody, and everybody sending Judas at the end. So, I mean, yeah. it, was well it, was still, it was still a great way to close everything on. Yeah. And it, it sent the crowd home happy because there's look, there's going to be some people that weren't happy that Omega retained. Oh yeah. So sure. you know, you send the crowd home happy by the you know, by the inner circle getting the big win. Sammy Guevara getting Sammy saving him the biggest win of his career. You know, it's that was just, a great. That was a great end. That was a great ending one on one with uh, Spears. Him, you know, him and Spears. That was great. I loved MJF and Jericho in the uh, in the office, and then. Old, uh, old Urban Meyer saying, holy shit. <laughs> I popped at that just because I didn't expect Urban Meyer to cuss, uh, <laughs> let alone show up on AEW. But uh, there are a lot of creative things that they did. I love the bar scene, Conan DJing, a little LAX reunion. Uh, there wasn't much of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Santana Ortiz and, and FTR in this, in this uh, stampede. There, it was a lot of it was really at the beginning and then in the bar. Yeah. yeah. Which um, is fine. But um you can only fit so much into it into okay. the show. Yeah. Uh Wardlow and Hager fighting in the walk in cooler. That was some cool shit. Uh you know, of course Sammy and Spears had some good stuff backstage before they got to the ring. Um I loved the the scene of Spears sitting in a room full of chairs. That was really well lit, really well shot. I thought that was a cool a cool shot there. Um, then then we mentioned in the end, uh, everybody uh, uh, started making their way to the ring. Uh, Jericho, MJF, Sammy, and uh, Sean Spears, and uh, Sammy hitting the 630 to save the inner circle as the stadium stampede part two clocking in at 31 and a half minutes. Uh, I mean, once again, Matt, AEW did it again on pay-per-view, didn't they? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a really great show top to bottom. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, to me, the only doubt of the evening was Cody and a go-go and the match was still passable. I mean, it was fine for what it was. It's just, mm-hmm. It was more like I, a, I just, it was a good TV match they had. Yeah, I just I don't think I don't think it really needed to be on the pay per view. I think it was just Cody needs to be on the show. How we can get him on the show, you know? And that's how they did it. Uh, Impact really did not have much to really write home about. Um, I think the biggest news that came out of Impact was the fact of what's going to be on BTI, which is. Uh, Josh Alexander and TJP Iron Man match on BTI Thursday, but uh, also would learn that TJP is going to be out for quite a while injured. <laughs> Matt is so heartbroken over it. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Do ya? Uh, I thought NXT 
This week was absolutely tremendous um, from top to bottom. I thought uh, it was a, a great show. Of course, yeah, uh, we, we knew ahead of time kicking off the show. Uh, we knew that from the, the raw promos. Uh, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, triple threat for the number one contendership. But uh, 20 minutes into it, Adam Cole just beat the shit out of everybody. And uh, I thought that was a great way to make Adam Cole look strong, beat all the top guys, you know. And I don't like that the match was just abruptly canceled. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a triple threat match. It should be no, no DQ. DQ. Yes, yeah. essentially, you knock the ref out. Here's an idea, Regal. Send out another fucking ref. Get the three guys back in the ring and fucking continue the damn match. Yeah. All you know, don't tell are... me that all three guys, that there wasn't one person that couldn't drag one of the other motherfuckers in the ring and pin them. Yeah. You know, I just, I didn't like, I did not like that because look, we all know this triple threat. There's no DQ. Yeah. You can't DQ in a triple threat, you know? So to me, like that was just kind of a cheap cop out. Enjoyed the match. I enjoy what we're going to get it in yeah. your house. Oh yeah. Because Cross is dropping the title. You think so? Oh, dude, he's dropping it without getting pinned. He's going on the main roster. They need him. He'll be he'll be up, he'll be up there in time for the for the fans in July. I guarantee it. So I always love the feud between Regal and Cole, though. The animosity. Cole was Cole was on fire on the mic. Yes, he was. Tuesday he's, night. Man. Absolute fire. Cole Cole is back, baby. Uh, Ember he never Moon. left, baby. During the uh, uh, the fracas, Ember Moon comes out and calls out Raquel Gonzalez and gets attacked from behind from Dakota Kai, which is going to set up a match between the two this week or next week on NXT, leading up to the NXT Women's Title match at in your high house. I liked Ember's promo there as well. LA Knight, my boy, dummy, yeah, yeah. Cutting a promo on his way down to the ring uh, before, as he uh, uh, takes on Jake Atlas. Um, went to commercial uh, during the entrance, come back, and the Hit Row Records group shows up, uh, making fun of Everrise, don't we all, uh, and Drake Maverick. I was going to say, is that really, it's not a real high bar. <laughs> uh, probably getting a swerve and Drake Maverick match down the line. I won't hate that. Or Dane. Dane coming in to protect him at the end. Uh, Jake Knight. Jake Knight. Yeah! Jake Atlas and L.A. Knight. Uh, they had a damn good match, didn't they, Matt? Yeah. I mean, it was solid. I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't say I was super paying attention to the match. I was more, you know, paying attention to what DiBiase and Grimes were doing. So, because I just got, like, as soon as DiBiase as soon as Dave Yossi and Grimes came out, I'm like, all right, there's you no way LA Knight's winning. So I yeah. kind of, I kind of tuned out on the match at that point. Big win for Jake Atlas. Also big win, you know, uh, uh, very cool because uh, Wednesday marked the uh, start of pride month. Uh, Jake Atlas, of course, openly gay, uh, very kind of cool to give him a big win there to start off the month. I think, uh, um, I really think that was kind of cool what they did for Jake Atlas there to give him a huge win. Andy, the, only thing, the only thing I ask is don't don't pander to Jake Atlas in June and then forget and then him, bury him in July. They did that with Sonya Deville. That that's a that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like don't don't do that if you're if you're gonna push him in the month of June, continue that push into July yep. and onward. Don't just 
push him to the side because you know the month that represents his sexuality is done. I mean, yeah. I think that's I think that's a garbage thing to do. And WWE doesn't need to be pandering to their audience like that. Like if you legitimately want to push the kid because he's a talented wrestler in the ring, do it. But don't do it just because, you know, it's Pride Month and then, you yeah. know, he's back, you know, jobbing or not even on television in July. I don't want yeah. to see that. And he's had he's had a push before uh, uh, getting in the title picture for the cruiserweight championship as well. So, but it's been a while since they've uh, they've uh, done a, a push. A while. Uh, poor poor LA Knight Ted DiBiase shaking his head. Uh, we do learn later in the show we're going to have a million dollar match between la Knight and cameron grimes at uh you know you know who impressed ted dibiase that night was adam cole baby i don't know because i'm pretty sure the million dollar title is going to be on the line between grimes and Knight. so oh yeah it is it is uh adam cole comes out cuts a great fucking promo uh go check it out loved it oh yeah if you have if you have not heard that promo pause our show Go listen to the promo and then come back and keep listening. Like, like that was that was that was one of those all time great promos. Yeah, yeah, you got to go fucking listen. It was good. Yeah. It was good shit. For sure, for sure. Uh, that led to uh, the announcement of the Fatal Five Way at Takeover. Carrying Cross is hardcore. He'll take them all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> um, you have Retro Mania Wrestling, right? Retro, yeah, Retro, yeah, I have it. There's a. On the, I mean, I haven't got to play it a ton, but I, I have it. Um, there's a. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember which tr- on PS4. There's a trophy. I can't. You got to do something to get it. I don't know if it's just win with Tommy Dreamer, but the trophy's called "I'm Hardcore." I'll take them both. <laughs> maybe, uh, it's, maybe it's maybe it's win a triple threat match with Tommy Dreamer. Um, I hear uh, uh, the sequel is in development too. By the way, so they, they're damn well better not be. They promised DLC, well, DLC. characters and well, that's still coming. But new they're... modes and stuff. Don't yeah. don't I don't want a fucking sequel. I want you fucking build on what you've already released. Yeah, I think they're only like, doing don't, one. Don't they're go do- jumping right to the fucking sequel. That'll <sighs> piss me off. They're only doing one DLC, Pat, I think. That's not what they were saying building leading up to the launch of the game. Oh, well, maybe it's so I mean or... if, if that's if that's what they pulled, maybe like, I'm wrong, maybe it's a changed. lot of people upset. They were they were promising new modes, new new characters. They were talking about the idea of maybe trying to get like a creative wrestler in there, you know. Like they they better they better have some damn support on this one uh, because like like I said, I haven't had much time to play it. I've maybe played it for a couple hours tops. I wanted to write a review on it. I just haven't had t- I haven't had time to properly sit there and give it like a full playthrough to, to write a proper review because mm-hmm. I just don't think it would be fair to write a review off a game that I've only played for like two or three hours yeah so uh mackenzie mitchell interviewing the women's tag champs the way uh indy hartwell uh listening to some 80s power ballads on her headphones kashida with a kashida with an open challenge 
and uh, by a name, a name by the, a guy by the name of Carmelo Hayes shows up, and uh, 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 damn, he was pretty impressive for his debut, wasn't he, Matt? Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't see this match. Oh man, you got to go ch- go back Sorry. and check it out. You got to go back. <laughs> you got to go check it out, man. Uh, man that was uh, in the Indies, known as Christian Casanova. Um, where did he go? Where was he before NXT? Here, let me look. Yeah, you you definitely go check out um, that match with Kushida, Matt. It was tremendous. And I cannot find where he was from originally. It just says Indie Star. Does he have a wiki? I looked at a fandom and nothing came up there. Check his wiki. There we go. That's not the right Cameron Hayes. Yeah, he's, man. He's a man of mystery, apparently, Matt. Here we go. Thank you to WrestlingInc.com. Uh, Hayes is from Massachusetts, spent six years in the Indies working for uh, mostly Northeast Indie feds such as Chaotic Wrestling, Northeast Wrestling, and Beyond Wrestling. Matt, go watch that match. That's your homework for today. I'm totally tired to watch anything. A very good match for a debut with that. Uh, Kushida winning after hitting the, uh, landing the hoverboard armbar. Uh 11 minutes great match after the match Kushida giving Hayes a lot of props a lot of respect because that was a damn damn good showing from uh, for both men there that was a tremendous match and Hayes really looking impressive uh definitely got a star there in the making uh Frankie Monet in a makeup chair talking about how she's only getting started uh the young and up and comers Zoe Stark and Zeta Ramirez took on the uh, the way Quick little match there for LeRae and Hartwell to win. Uh, during the match, uh, Dexter Loomis picks up Indy's headphones. So the love continues. Uh, looks like we're getting Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee at takeover. At least we're finally getting uh, Zia Lee into a takeover match. But doesn't it seem like some of these matches are just thrown together for takeover in your house, Matt? Like there's no build to much of anything here. Yeah, it's, it certainly seems that way. Ember Moon and uh, Raquel Gonzalez, that kind of, I mean, that that started like literally two weeks ago at most. Um, you know, obviously there's, uh, you know, in, you know, there's always been animosity with amongst the five guys that are in the title picture. So there is a lot of, that's probably the, the match that has the most out, out, you know, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes that just got started last week two weeks ago right i think last week is when la Knight interrupted he interrupted the million dollar meeting yeah that just got started this thing's a week from sunday uh you know the only thing worse than this is nwa building their pay-per-view with one match and and the the pay-per-view is like three days away but um anyways takeover probably be good as usual and uh tremendous main event with msk and legato um, about 16 minutes it went with MSK retaining uh, Bronson Reed evening up the odds at the end because obviously he's feuding with Santos Escobar 
Uh, so that that's it. so uh, the uh, the show goes off the air with MSK and Bronson Reed celebrating in the middle of the ring. Uh, SmackDown this week, man, Usos and Street Profits that didn't disappoint, did it, Matt? They gave him twenty three minutes. <laughs> they gave him twenty two hour show. Raw can't give a twenty three minute match, but a two hour show can give you a two. A two a fucking 23 minute classic between the Usos and the Street Profits. How do you see this ending up? They get the titles or are they splitting up eventually because Roman wants uh, his right hand bitch? Uh, I think Roman makes sure they don't win those titles next week or this week now at this point. Is, that, the, is, that, uh, is that this week the title? Yes, yeah, Friday. Yep. Already? Already. Already. Well, hey, how about the Riot Squad? Uh, little did we know this is the last time they were going to team up. Um, that's another one. If they do cuts tomorrow, shit, Liv Morgan might be on the block too. And so, Man, wrestling landscape's going to change dramast- dramatically. I just made up a new word. Dramatically. Uh, man. Slammiversary. You know, probably getting Chelsea Green. Anybody else you think on Slammiversary outside of Chelsea Green, Matt, next month? I, I'm i not sure. It better not be Joe. That's all I have to say. Right. We want him in AEW. Like, yeah, there, to me, like, there's no other option for Samoa Joe but AEW. And if he, if he doesn't end up there, I'm going to be very disappointed. He's been there and done that and done everything in Impact. Why go back? Why didn't need to go back? Um, like, I see Ruby... Uh, Right, what's her name now? Like her Indian name, I forget now. Heidi Lovelace. Yeah, I could see her in the knockouts division. I mean, that's a hell of a good division. It, it wouldn't be bad if she went to uh, Impact over AEW. Uh, wherever she goes, it's going to be tremendously better, regardless. So, uh, uh, so uh, Natalia Tamina win in about four minutes because you know they job the right squad left and right. Uh, Bianca Belair took on Carmella. A little six-minute match there. Bailey got involved uh, on commentary, I think it was. I, I forget. SmackDown seems so far in the rearview mirror right now, even though it is the A-show by far. Uh, Seth Rollins wearing yet another great suit. Um, cutting a good promo there um, as he continues to feud with Cesaro. Uh, Apollo Crews, Kevin Owens uh, for the, uh, I don't think this was a title match, uh, but it uh, ended quickly when Aziz caused a DQ with a a Nigerian nail from downtown. Um, That's going to lead to uh, a title match this week on SmackDown and Aziz banned from ringside. Uh, More Roman and Jay, you know, Roman asking him, which one are you? Are you main event Jey Uso or the guy relegated to opening ma- uh, opening the show? Roman has a good point there, doesn't he, Matt? He by himself, he was main event Jey Uso. I, I, I really am digging this whole story arc with the Usos and Romans have been well done. Amazing how you can actually write something good in a company that's got full of shit writing. I mean, that and the RK bro thing best thing going on in wwe right now yeah so. especially after orton using the bro Derek, that surprised the hell out of me this week um 
Nakamura took on Chad Gable, Rick Boogs again uh, on guitar. I, I enjoy Rick Boogs playing the theme. Uh, um, uh, Ray gets attacked before their big tag team title match. Uh, I don't think it was the Dirty Dogs that attacked Ray. I think it was the Usos, Matt. What do you think? No, I doubt it. I don't trust anything Ziggler and Rude have to say. That's true. Uh, so basically, it was a handicap match for most of it. Dominic surviving until Ray made his entrance, and uh, the distraction led to the pinfall, and uh, Ray and Dominic retained their titles, and that's how we end SmackDown. Decent episode of SmackDown. You know, they've done better lately, but a decent episode, so to speak. Um, as for Monday Night Raw this week, um, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't overly hate it, Matt. But I mean. Still low bar, right? Fair point that. Uh, Miz survived his zombie attack to uh, host Miz TV with uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Um, this was a very long segment. I like Nikki Cross, but Jesus, can we not, I, I don't know, quit doing beat the clock challenges for crying out loud? Let's, you know, make her into a serious contender. That, that too too much that's, to ask. That's funny. That too much to ask. Clearly, a cup of haters over here. Couple haters. Charlotte and Rhea, couple haters. So uh, beats the clock challenge. Nikki beats the clock. Yay. Riddle talking with Damian Priest about how they're going to have fun when they're on the road. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean about fun. All right, all right, all right. And uh Randy Orton shows up. Hey, Randy Sport the goatee. Um Randy inviting Riddle to ringside for his match with Xavier Woods. I wonder if Woods got a one on one match with a former or future WWE Hall of Famer because of his awesome performance with Riddle last week. Uh, I wonder if that led uh, that great performance led to him getting this match with Orton, which, uh, you know, went about nine minutes, pretty decent. Uh, not as good as the riddle match, but I thought it was still pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, I you got to think at some point, WWE puts their faith on Xavier Woods single and singles competition. Don't you think? I would think so, but you know, you say for all he's done for the company. Well, look at all that Miz has done for the company. <laughs> you know and he's had all of two world title reigns and one of those lasted what two how long was it a week before I lashley beat him i can't, I can't remember yeah, I think yeah. It was like a week uh shana baszler and reginald okay next uh, yeah R- reginald beating shana baszler really Gotta be fucking kidding me. Mason T bar. Yeah, we're still calling them Mason T bars for some god awful reason. We're still using the retribution theme too for some god awful reason. But uh, they defeated uh, Lucha House Party in three minutes, who I expected also was going to get shown the door today. Um, 
But the week ain't over yet, is it, Matt? Not yet. I think there's promise for Mason T-Bar as a tag team, don't you think? Matt. Let's get this retribution bullshit gimmick out of him. Sheamus took on Ricochet. Ricochet beat him thanks to her Umberto Carrillo's interference. And then Sheamus took on Umberto Carrillo. And Umberto Carrillo gave Sheamus a broken nose. Uh, and also beat Sheamus. Uh, we're getting a triple threat at Hell in a Cell. Book it, pal. Triple threat for the U.S. title. And fucking put it on Ricochet. Let's push him again. He held the U.S. belt once again before, didn't he? Before he went to catering. Well, we get another. What? I I think so. I can't remember. Dude, I'm too fucking tired. Eva Marie promo. Please, let's just get her on TV as soon as possible. Um, this Sunday, the I think it's the final WWE biography with Bret Hart. Uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke took on Naomi and Lana. Little did we know that was the last time Naomi Naomi and Lana were going to tag together. Boy, that tag division is getting decimated, huh? Oh shit! There's there's no tag teams left. No. Well, the booking on it's been shit anyway. So, um, Cedric Alexander wins in a minute against Shelton Benjamin. I don't even remember that match happening. Um. Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, AJ Styles would almost take on Elias Jackson-Riker and Elias abandons his partner in a tag team title match because uh, he's scared shitless of, of how crazy the guy is. <laughs> so at least he explained why he uh, walked out on him later on in the show. Uh, the best part of Alexa's playground was Shayna Baszler beating the hell out of Reginald and, and calling Lily a stupid doll because she's just saying what we're all thinking, right, Matt? Terrible. And uh, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, they had a a classic match. Classic. Very good. I thought Kofi was going to win it a few times there, but in the end, Drew hitting a Claymore kick as Kofi's coming off the top rope. Well-timed finisher there. Uh, Respect shown uh, all around after the match as well. And Bobby Lashley shows up and poses to end the show. And we are uh, on our, uh, the downward slide of the show here. Talk about a couple of headlines before we walk out the door. Uh, oh, yeah. Tom Phillips gone from the WWE, by the way. And um, well, Jimmy Smith was good. So, yeah, Jimmy Smith was tremendous on Raw, uh, as I, we, I forgot to mention. Uh, while Give we credit talk- where credit's due. Yeah. Talk while we were talking to Raw, Jimmy Smith. Great enthusiasm, Colin, play-by-play. Very good. All around, very good. And it sounds like internally they were happy with the job he did. Uh, And a lot of people on the internet, very happy. Uh, They liked the job he did as well. So Yeah, we no longer have to deal with, oh, wow. (laughs) How'd that go again, Matt? (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Tom Phillips will be talking about uh, uh, WWE about leaving the wwe in in a uh, podcast coming up i'm sure we will um 
we will hear some snippets or headlines or anything he has to say about that. Uh, did you catch out, uh, catch the Cardona EC3 uh, match yet? No. I have not either. That's out there now. Uh, on the old uh, Vimeo, I think. V-I-M-E-O-E-O-E-O-E-O. Um... Of course, Army of the Dead, but starring Dave Bautista, streamed over 72 million times, one of the most watched shows ever in Netflix history. Uh, Netflix Geeked on Twitter has announced that there's going to be a VR experience coming this summer. So if you have VR gear, go to armyofthedeadvr.com for more information on that. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to pick up. Uh, Ar- I'm gonna have to watch Army of the Dead once again. Uh, watch it at, at from home here. I, I of course saw it in the theater uh, before it came out to Netflix, and then really enjoyed the movie. Seems to be very divisive. Yeah, I've seen people. Like say I, I haven't seen, sucks. I haven't seen anybody down the middle. I've you, you either loved the hell out of it, or you thought it was the fucking worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Like I, I have not seen anybody down the middle. It's a very divisive movie. I've not. Like it actually makes me want to load it up and see it just to see what side I fall on. Yeah, we got because get, it's get it's a it's a it. it's a crazy, um, it's a crazy split online right now. So, um, of course we uh we we all popped at the Tony Khan promo uh talking about his brother Nick Khan. Uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider uh, mentioned is what's up with WWE in New Japan. Uh, they've heard, uh, is there anything to it? And he says there is, and there isn't, uh, the main crux of it is it sounds like the, it's just trying to strike a relationship to get Daniel Bryan to work some Japan dates to make him happy. So he doesn't go to AEW. Is that about how, how, how you sum that up, Matt? I would say that would certainly, you know, added motivation. Uh, trademarks filed for two young NXT talents. Of course, Carmelo Hayes, who we, uh, I mentioned had a great match with Kushida on Tuesday and Trey Baxter as well. Trademarks there. Uh, no surprise. AEW releasing announcer, Willie Urbina after his racist, uh, uh, hot mic, I guess we could call it racist hot mics about the best way to put that, uh, since, uh, the, the cameras don't turn off on a uh, fight TV. Uh, so, no surprise that he got fired there. Moron. Bad Bunny was on HBO's The Shop Interrupted. It talked about his uh, wrestling time there and, uh, uh, you know, quoted uh, about uh, how much respect that he had for the wrestlers. And uh, the uh, the tweet actually uh, from inter- at Interrupted got retweeted by The Undertaker saying, well said to Bad Bunny and that he did them all proud at WrestleMania. High praise from uh, a, a guy you want high praise from in The Undertaker. Triple H also saying that he is he dedicated his time, effort, and passion necessary for a world tour into his performance at WrestleMania. He's not only a lifelong fan of our business, but now a member of our family who earned all of our respect along the way. Of course, everybody absolutely loved Bad Bunny leading up to WrestleMania and, and including his match as well. Uh, next week's impact in 60 is going to feature the best of doc gallows. Um, access TV also on Thursday, the 10th is in the afternoon is going to air bound for glory from 2017 featuring Eli Drake, Johnny Mundo, 
Um, uh, looks like a, a six-way X Division match. Uh, Sienna, Ali, and Gail Kim for the Knockouts Championship and much more. Uh, AEW has made it official signing Mark Sterling and Bear Country, two new deals. Two deals, I guess. Uh, Griff Garrison filed a trademark on his name. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? He should trademark that too, Matt. He doesn't own that. I have yet to watch it, but uh, Godfather on Broken Skull Sessions said that uh, he almost brought back Papa Shango. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Leo Rush, of course, we mentioned was the Joker in the Casino Battle Royal. It has been announced that he has signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but also has a, a blessing from them to work AEW and MLW as well. And it looks like he'll be a regular on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong as well. Uh, TJP, uh, this will be sad news for Matt. TJP went surg- underwent surgery to repair a fracture of his nose, uh, so he'll be out probably uh, one round of tapings. Mark Henry signs a multi-year deal with AEW. Of course, uh, he he made his debut at Double or Nothing as well. He is going to be uh, working with talent development and, of course, be the analyst on the Rampage show, which debuts, I believe, mid-August, August 13th. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, AEW's audience for Friday, uh uh, 526,000 of course no surprise it's a Friday of a holiday weekend at 10 p.m. Eastern not really going to pull a lot there but uh, so uh, for all the marks that were laughing at that number uh, why don't you go look at Ross third hour oh yeah Ross third hour was what 1.1 million Matt pretty bad pretty bad I had Raw's numbers here, but I can't find them anymore. Maybe they just disappeared into oblivion because they were so bad. I, I, was, I was looking for the overall number from Monday. But, uh, of course, the key number. Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, 1.41 million. I don't think we can blame that really on the NBA, can we, Matt? I'm sure WWE will. I mean, they have something to do with it, but they don't have everything to do with it. That was their... Was that their worst rating ever? Yes. Record low. 1.16 million in hour three. SmackDown uh, dipped a little bit, 1.6 million on Friday before the holiday. Uh, Court Bauer has announced that uh, MLW has signed uh, former Lucha Underground champion Mil Muratis to a multi-year contract. Uh, And, of course, uh, 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 from Impact Wrestling, Gia Miller, who's uh, done a pretty good job uh, as she gets uh, more experience in the role there with the interviewee in Impact, signed a three-year deal with the company. And our final piece of news for the evening, AEW has officially announced they will be at the Now Arena, as we mentioned earlier, uh, formerly the Sears Center. It's going to be on pay-per-view Sunday, September 5th, which is Labor Day weekend. 
so same venue that hosted All In and last year's All Out as well. And hopefully, maybe we can get a loss in the mid-card reunion. Let's go do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way. Uh, typically every Thursday. And subscribe to us on the YouTube as well. The links to that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, or Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we uh, <clears throat> also share a lot of great tweets from the wrestling world. And uh, Matt's on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, before we go right off into the sunset, hopefully not find out more people got fired tomorrow. Matt, what are your final thoughts? Tired. Very, very tired. You, you've written a lot today. I have. For Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard. We will catch you next week. <laughs>